Okay, okay, we're here, and we're talking about Mr. Losing It. It's just me, AB, <coughs> and Seb B. Chip it. The OG Wet Boys. And yeah. Seb was Mr. Losing It this morning. Yeah, uh, sure was. <laughs> um, little little story there. Um, <laughs> I'm in school. This is a wind-up. Yeah, a big Little time. story I ca- I gotta, there. I got to gather myself for this story. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm in school, and it starts pretty early in the morning so like i uh really really care about how much sleep i'm getting and it's uh saturday so like friday night it's like sometimes hard for me to get the right amount of sleep so it's five in the morning this morning and um i get woken up by these police sirens and um I'm already kind of starting to be a Mr. Losing It because I'm like, I know that it's like too dark for me to wake up. And uh, I think that the sirens are going to pass by and they don't. Uh, They actually seem to be just kind of on my street. And um, they're not continuously going off because that would be extremely alarming. They were like sporadically going off like every, I don't know, two and a half minutes. (laughs) Just long enough for me to almost drift back to sleep and then they'd like go off again and so like I was super pissed and um just didn't even think about what I was doing and I just like got out of bed put some clothes on put my shoes on and just like stormed off into the night uh for (laughs) sure not even realizing how losing it I was (laughs) (laughs) that's like a core principle Mr. Losing It is having the unawareness no idea (laughs) the unawareness I was just like I would. I didn't even know what I was gonna do when I got to where I was going. You just like before leaving your apartment, you just went into the bathroom and like freaked out, like Nick Cage in that scene in Mandy, uh, where he's in his boxers and he's just yeah, no, screaming I just, and I just like vodka. yeah, I just pulled a fifth of vodka like straight to the dome before I went out. And in your head, you were like, I. Don't know what I'm gonna, but I'm going to. I'm, it's gonna happen when I when I do it. <laughs> I'm gonna, but what? And I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do it big. <laughs> and so, so here's the real Mr. Losing it. I didn't tell you guys this uh, because I was a little bit embarrassed. But uh, here we go. I like am going towards the sirens, and there, I live in Wallingford, and like the Olive Stone Way from 40th down to 35th is closed off. Like it seems like the entire, like my entire neighborhood is. But I just go straight to the first cop car, and I'm gonna, like I'm gonna, <laughs> whatever what, it is. What were you gonna? I don't do? know, but I'm gonna. <laughs> and then I turn the corner, and like I get hella bashful, and like it's dark, and then I like kind of come to, and I'm like I'm storming straight towards a cop car i don't even know what's going on what what was your strut like and the uh what was your uh, what was i your had a power like? strut yeah i had a power strut were your strides super long yeah what was the case? powerful Baby, i'm like five six my strides are not very long no they're i'm like, talking what? relatively <laughs> come on yeah i was really no actually they were like i was cold so they were like kind of like stiff and yeah quick, you know what i mean did you have the tight hips <laughs> Yeah. Was I, it a was it a peg leg cadence for you like to t- Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- like kinda in like I was like shivery and like I, I was you delirious. were, ma- you you were, were losing it. it. I was like, <laughs> come on guys, I mean what I was losing it. You were making it known that you were you were where you were huffing and puffing. I was. And then like I kinda came to because the, the cops searchlight was just like going like back and forth. <laughs> and then I all of a sudden didn't want to be seen. So like I hid <laughs> <laughs> I hid from the searchlight and Where? I was now Where? behind this fence. 
Well, no wonder they were so sketched out by you. Smooth as hell. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Totally not incriminating. That's just my natural inclination when I see cop searchlights to hide. Just be sus as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's five in the morning. I suddenly realize that I'm up out of bed, like about to give what for to the cop. But the thing is, is like those searchlights are so powerful that like the cop like sees some movement in the bushes and just holds the searchlight (laughs) where I am. Because he knows that I'm there. <laughs> and then he speaks over the loudspeaker, excuse me, like, hello, like, I can see you, and starts to approach me with the, with the searchlight and now the, the big magnum flashlight. And I kind of come out from behind the fence and I try and gather up <laughs> enough fucking courage to, like, get back into my Mr. Losing It angry phase. And it's, now it's all coming out, like, sideways. And I'm now realizing that I'm really tired and I haven't had my cup yet. And I get kind of whiny. <laughs> that What comes out is just whiny. Like what? Like, what would you say? I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that was like a yeah you, what's you're, going on you, what's with the sirens you know and it, <laughs> your voice cracks yeah, yeah all of a sudden I realize like I am dying like literally dying and need to go figure my shit literally. out literally yeah and and the cop is very aware of the fact actually the cop was like really sketched out by me and like I don't really know what the fuck was going on this morning, but I, they were for sure looking for somebody, so I could have been the person they were looking for. You would have been really losing it if it just turned out that you were the person they were looking for. You were like, oh, shit. Just I did kill somebody. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just cuff me, throw me in jail. <laughs> no, God, I was like, babe, yeah. where are you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you look up at the uh, surrounding apartments, and everybody's in their window just filming you with their cell phone camera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, are you guys fucking happy? Is this what you wanted? <laughs> so are it, you not entertained? Is that what you would say? Is that what you said to the cop? Were you like, hey, so it, you woke me up and fucked up my morning? Is yeah. this what you wanted? Yeah, is this what you fucking wanted? No, and you said you need to go back inside, sir. We're about to unleash the dog. <laughs> 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 and I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. I feel like he could have been speaking metaphorically or literally. It really depends. You know? You're going to make me unleash the inner dog, sir. <laughs> yeah, so then it just, I got upset again and like, yeah. I just like couldn't, I couldn't even. And so I turned around and stormed back to my house. You were gonna, and then you couldn't even. Yeah. The pivot from gonna to couldn't even. And I didn't even when have the my spotlight cup. hit you was really the most losing it part about this whole story. I feel like I didn't even have my cup. I love that you hid in the bushes. Well, what were you supposed to do? Make a cup before going out there? Like, okay, well, I got to be prepared for this situation. Yeah. Like, it's five in the morning. I got to so make a brutal. cup. So that's my Mister Losing It story for the day. I mean, you're Mister Losing It every single morning before you get your cup. I mean, I mean aren't we having, all? I mean, you're Mr. Dying yeah, but Big. Dog, let's be honest. Like, you're worse than most. <laughs> to be honest, I've gotten better, but you're right. I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty bad. I've, I've built up quite the narrative around, like, being a functional human being after I've had my cup. It's pretty brutal. What's the pre-cup narrative? <laughs> um... <laughs> it's just like that tells a story really articulate under, <laughs> just underworld <laughs> underworld <laughs> shit <laughs> subhumanity yeah yeah it's like i can't dude. even i can't it's even just a primordial it. scream yeah 
Yeah. Uh, I like how you hid in the bushes and then you got fed up. <laughs> That's such a good combo. You were like, you, were you fed in up the with your Were you fed up with yourself? Yes, After I was having fucking hidden the bushes yeah, for so I was long. Like, what the, I'm fucking 30 years old. I'm about to go to school. Like, there's nothing to be hiding for anymore. <laughs> and, but by that time, I had already been found. Like, when you have that, like, uh, yeah, I mean, when you have just years of of those habits and patterns built into your sort of instincts, yeah. and uh, it's it's hard to break. I mean, I remember the first, uh, you know, first time I drove after getting sober and like a cop car drove by and I was like I just got nervous for no reason like Dude, I, I, mean, wasn't I still get I still yeah. get nervous if a cop walks by me on the street yeah oh, yeah that I don't necessarily think that's like a leftover insecurity of me being younger I just think they're fucking scary well yeah yeah I think there's like an extra layer if you've like you know spent years of your life just like doing criminal shit and being just always having a putting yourself in a position where you're vulnerable (laughs) extra vulnerable (laughs) maybe when you were in Ohio did you ever buy twomps off of your (laughs) local (laughs) yo can I get a twomp (laughs) and the the, the biggest thing is just like this Cops gonna the, this cop's got the dogs somewhere. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna the release the hounds on me, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a cop's whole existence is predicated on justifying releasing the dogs. And like, when you can know. I release them? And can I do it now? Not yet. Well, how about now? Yeah, no, but and they're really they want to as early as possible. Oh yeah, you know, it's kind of like you with the as cup. early <laughs> in the morning as possible. <laughs> I will say that I really relate to you because I've been losing it. Uh, I, I guess losing it's the wrong word, but I've been. Mr. On the Cusp of Big Losing It, uh, I mean, for the last five weeks since I started school. Oh, yeah. Um, and I uh, have woken up every morning this week, and my first thing is my alarm goes off, and then I go, no! Because <laughs> oh! I wake up and I know that I haven't gotten enough sleep, yeah. and I have, to, and I have mm. to do a full fucking day. So it's just, yeah, mm. I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I actually feel like... Uh, this these past few weeks uh i've realized how important sleep is to me i don't know why like that was the thing that came so late in my life but like i know people are forever have been like i need my eight you know like i need my eight hours i need my eight (laughs) like or else i can't function and i've always been like eight in my fucking (laughs) pumpkin spice latte in my knee-high boots that's me right now dude (laughs) you are losing it (laughs) that's me right now dude if i had those knee highs i'd be shipping it <laughs> you get hella fucking just gut bomb pumpkin spice lattes and just shit your brains out and your knee highs at school. Just accelerate that fucking uh, the disintegration of your intestines and bladder. Yeah, I'm gonna need that fucking raw diaper sooner <laughs> than I think. Sebastian's body will be losing it to the point where he needs a raw denim, salvage denim, fucking 21 ounce diaper. Uh, yeah. It's like, hey, are those cutoffs? And he's like, not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite, but... Well, technically, You're almost there. (laughs) (laughs) They're almost there. One more guess. (laughs) (laughs) One more guess. And then I'm going to tell you what they are. I'm going to show you. (laughs) Then you'll know. When's the last time you went to the co-op? The one in the... uh, Oh, shit, but you know the one. uh, Yeah, come on. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, actually, it's been like uh, summertime. 
What's the most losing it shit you've ever seen of that co-op? Uh, that all depends. Because there's been some weird-ass fucking shit. Because where the co-op is, is just down the street from, like, a big mental health, sound mental health. Uh-huh. And so, like, that all depends on whether we're talking, like, the sh- some of the sound mental health stuff that I've seen kind of, like, go into the... Like the stuff that happens, like just in between. if it just leaks into the co-op. Here's an example. Or? Here's a there's a couple of examples. There, <laughs> the, Listen, well, if it bleeds, it leaves. <laughs> uh, there's there's this one example that isn't too Mister Losing It, uh, but it definitely has stuck it. with me as like being one of the creepiest things that's ever happened to me at the co-op. It was another super early morning. So that bald guy, which is when all of no, this was a rando. <laughs> Uh, the, the bald guy isn't a rando <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, who's the bald we guy? Know He's the a regular bald guy. He's got a name, the bald guy. This guy doesn't. He's, I can't even we, remember, like picture. When this I bit. say the bald guy, we know what we I'm talking all know. about. Do we? Because I don't. I'm out. <laughs> On this bald Dog, guy situation, he's, he's I'm losing it about he, the bald guy. He sits on the stairway to the entrance uh, to that apartment building that's across the street from the co-op. That guy, God, have you I, seen his kneecaps I, before? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, dude, he's like, got like hell with strange kneecaps. They're like, they're like, they jut out a good they have, three or four inches. They have gills. No, what do you mean? No, there's like, a hang. Like there's an overhang. He's got they're the like Innsmouth look for sure. <laughs> It's so weird. I know the bald guy. Yeah, the yeah, bald yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, for with sure. The knees. Yeah, dude, he's got the knees. So, <laughs> so this situation at the co-op, it was a super early morning. I was just doing my thing. I was standing in line. I was, do- I was doing my thing. I was standing, staring a thousand. I was zooted enough space. to be out of the house. You were doing your thing, zooted, leaning. I was staring kinda, into space. I was rushing through. I was rushing through. Were the, this, were the hips loosened up at that point? Dude, my hips are so tight. Were they oiled? No. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'm sorry. This dude was just standing in my way, <laughs> but it's all good. Uh, I just, like, went around Oh, him. yeah, it sounds like it was all good. <laughs> You're not still holding a grudge against this no, random I'm, guy. I am holding a grudge about what he did after that. Oh, oh, all right. Well, so he proceed. grabs my shoulder <laughs> and I turn around and he pulls out from from his waistcoat a piece of paper and he just hands it to me and he just stares at me and I'm looking at him and I'm about to pay and I and I open up the piece of paper and it's a small paragraph and it's like the most fucked off thing. <laughs> it's like about like molesting boys and all this shit like so fucked off and like i just i just like look at him (laughs) and i just hand it back to him (laughs) and i pay for my food like you guys remember in home alone when he's when he realizes that the 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 two dudes are following him and he just like turns around and just like walks away like super fast and they're like following him down the street like that's what i was like i just like <laughs> i just was like i handed it to him i paid i pretend he wasn't wasn't there and then i just like walked off like it was so traumatizing you were losing it very very quietly so did did he stand there patiently as you read the paragraph yeah that's so insane because it's just like you're you have a morning and you're like all right my morning routine and then suddenly 
the dark maw of total chaos and insanity just opens and you dive in during your routine. Yeah, and then it it's not, up. It's not even like you dive in. It's just like it just touches your wrist and uh, <laughs> and you feel the residual effects and, this, and there's scarring afterwards and you don't know where it came from. It just hit you out of nowhere. That's a really next level deal. Yeah, wait. It's not... Yeah, you were like, it's not that losing it. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. it so fucked, fucked with my head all day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no doubt. What did he look like? Uh, <laughs> tall, gloomy... Dark sh- shadow with fangs. I don't remember. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's tight, dude. Hey, j- so do you think if you it, would you um, ever voluntarily choose to have a phone installed in your house where every time you go over and pick it up, it's just somebody saying the shit that was in that paragraph, and then you can when you're done, you can just hang up, and if you feel like going back to it later, you can just pick it up again. It'd be tight. You no. should. You should just. Uh, we definitely could, not. You should have like Brett Kurth, um, You know, like do. Try and just like record basically like a, a paraphrase of that paragraph, and then you could just make that your alarm clock. In the that morning. is essentially what that performance was in Brit's basement <laughs> for almost an hour. <laughs> was that the, did was you perform directly that after that? No, I wish I had. Yeah, because like I like no, it was a fucking fucked off puppet show after that. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Um, hey, well, so that reminds me of another class of losing it stories. I feel like you can speak to, which is your writhing stories. Yeah, <laughs> that's Damn, the dude. that's the face and the tone of voice every time I bring up the writhing stories. Yeah, because that shit is real. <laughs> Just the demoralized <laughs> like it's not, nodding. Like from a from a third party perspective, you I I can understand how it's like funny but like that shit when i think about it dude it's like i mean that shit is still happening it's not getting taken care of like it's fucked don't try us out here dude that's what i'm saying it's not wet to me (laughs) but it's the wettest shit ever i mean there's yeah it's it's not wet to me I mean, we've all we've all been done that, seen things. Yeah, I like, mean, that's like wetness horseshoe theory right there, where like it's so fucking wet that depending on how you look at it, it just gets it's the, m- the driest thing ever. That's where I'm usually at and trying to be. <laughs> that's really extreme, dude. That's well, no wonder you wake up every morning thinking that you hadn't gotten enough sleep. Yeah, dog. <laughs> all right, I'll give you one fucking story, and I can't. I. I, uh, I kind of feel like i even told this on the pod before but it's i guess it's worth telling it's the only story that like really sticks in my head and i had this client um and he was probably the most uh tormented client that i ever had uh and i don't need to go into the details but let's just say that there was a lot what was his name a lot of disorders (laughs) going on mental health and whatnot and oh yeah that's fucked off dog (laughs) give me that shit dog no all right, so, um, nice. so, uh, so yeah, he he's basically on his own, like an extreme case of Mister Losing It, and makes me feel like an extreme case of Mister Losing It. But I definitely connected with him and like got a bunch of info on his backstory. If I start drying out, you gotta just pull me away. You gotta keep me moving, baby. Okay, uh, and yeah, you gotta just just power through with a hell yeah, you know. <laughs> And it's so I'll tr- I'll try I'll try and like uh decrease the amount of words I'm using. So basically uh I like learn a bunch about his family and like 
they don't sound too great. Surprise, surprise. But I on family uh, visiting day, uh, I realized. Yeah, I realized that his brother and mom uh, are going to come visit him, and he's like not too excited about it. And like uh, anyway, so they show up, and like I immediately am just like. I completely understand everything. I see all sides of the equation. Uh, His mom, who is like uh, probably 15, 20 years older than him, he was like 13 years old, shows up and she's like dressed like halter top, pigtails, short shorts. She's dressed like, she's dressed like, like so inappropriate. And she's like older and like she has schizophrenia and her, and his older brother, his older brother is like very handsy with her. her. And I could tell that he was like the caretaker, but also her son. And like, and like, it's so fucked off. And they're going to see their, their family member who's my client. He doesn't want to see him. He's like having a tantrum in the house. So the mom goes out and plays uh, out into the middle of the field, and I can just wait, see wait, wait, what? There's a, some at Ryther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays out into the middle of the field. Yeah, so you're getting this image, right? Like her son is having a tantrum. She goes and plays, goes to play out in the middle of the field. But like this is like a like ch- frolicking. Like she's just playing, like doing somersaults and shit, like twirling and like. Maybe like, and I can just see out the window and she looks like a little kid with the pigtails and the tiny shorts. And she's like his mom and the, and the older brother is like in the office and he's like super straight laced, like does not have any facial expression. And like, it's this fucking like chainsaw massacre style family dynamic. Like, and that was so like, he doesn't come out. Like my client doesn't come out. So like, they kind of pack up and leave. And then he finally comes out. And there, there's no more to this story. Like, that's the insanity right there. But the thing is, is, like, that type of, like, cra- for lack of a better word, crazy family dynamic was, like, the case for so many of these clients. Like, it wasn't just these clients. It was, like, the family system. It was the entirety of the deal. And so every time family visiting day happened, it was, like, fucked off. Like, it was not ever chill. You Should, should you even have that day? Is that a good day to have? <laughs> not a good day. Yeah, like, is that maybe... And I was floor supervisor and, like, had to keep things under control. You know, like, no family disputes, no craziness, no, like, you know, because, like, a lot of those family members would like sometimes slip them some shit, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like just s- sickness. I'm done. I can't talk about this anymore. Just uh, <laughs> sickness. Just sickness, brah. Sickness. Are you losing it? <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel Mr. Losing It. I mean, yeah, that is an extremely fucking brutal dynamic and situation. Uh, Frolicking, not uh, appropriate behavior. Not, not, appro- not no, not, appropriate. not for parents. Um, yeah. <laughs> just just blowing on dandelions, like yeah. you're getting popping the their heads off. You're getting the idea. Just popping their fucking heads off. Car- cartwheels, dude. Damn, dude. Popping Car- cartwheels. Car- popping the cartwheels <laughs> off. Hey, uh, okay, so here's... Let me get another Ryther story, but I think this one might be easier for you to tell. Um, what's hey there was only one. Hey man, I know we're putting a lot of pressure and <laughs> I feel like keeping I'm the, the burden of really this podcast. Really shipping it. Was Dave the most Mr. Losing It at Rather? Because that's a if you don't 
if yeah, if you don't uh, you know, put some parameters to that question, it could be overwhelming and you might just fall apart. <laughs> you might just lose it. That's kind of an interesting one because I, I feel like the way I feel like Dave gets pretty put together in situations like that. Not like he gets like a serious young man, but like he doesn't He's not as Mr. Losing It as the kids. Well, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? I should hope so. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. I mean, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there was never like an occasion where, I mean, Dave, David and I had s- several serious conversations uh, while we were there just about, about the way to work and, and all that sort of stuff. But like, um, I don't ever think about Dave being Mr. Losing It, though, like, there were crazy times where he was, like, really zooted and stuff. I think that my major comment about Dave at Ryther was that he just fit right in. <laughs> that was, like, the main thing was, like, I had never had an experience at, like, Ryther before where, like, I felt like I was learning the ropes and everything was new and everything was, like, really unique. And, like, when Dave got the job at Ryther... I don't know what I expected, but he walked in and he was basically just like doing points and like like what's ups and like hand slaps to everybody and Mr. Like, somebody. Yeah, he was like the Mr. Somebody just, right off just the bat. Challenging kids to one on one hoop. Yeah, games. like Arm wrestling. I'm your best. Like... I'm your best friend. I'm from the North End. Like all this sort of stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so I'm you know so like that was what was so crazy to me is like the fact that he just was Mr. Somebody right off the bat in, in that setting. He and was Mr. Isn't Losing It? Mi- yeah, like Mr. Mister, I've Got This Under Control type of deal, which was really tight for me because it, you know, I had recommended him to the job. It, it helped both of us in our, like, career path, I think. So it wasn't like he was brutal, but it was I so imagine crazy. it's also, like, a a unique and, like, oddly paradoxically comforting situation for Dave to be in a room full of people that are all more losing it than him, which is, uh, you know, a rare experience for him, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I mean, when he gets into that type of setting, I think he really uh, performs well. He can uh, really deliver. He really delivers. <laughs> he, people get him. He gets them. Like he's it's, he's it's rifling great. off no can do's and you bets. <laughs> oh and yeah, his, and his hair looks great. His hair. oh yeah. I will say I will say that he uh, did. Uh, I did watch him come around to one of the staff members in a way that like was pretty funny right off the back. Uh, I think one of the staff members uh, was like super intimidating to him when he first started working and like just watching him come around to uh, D. Lamont Hall as uh, <laughs> as their time progressed. Yeah, we never did that honorable guest dinner with D. Lamont. D. Lamont Hall. Yeah, uh, but I think that like that was probably one of the funniest uh, things to watch was like David kind of like sniffing around D. Lamont Hall trying to like talk the talk with him and D. Lamont <laughs> Hall being like, dude, you do not know what the fuck is going on. You know? And like, and then like, yeah, David, he's a slick talker. Yeah. D- David, like, you know, just being like, oh, you know, like, Oh, like getting all bent out of shape about it. And then like D kind of warming up to him. And then like David kind of getting a little bit more excited about D and the, like that whole dynamic. That you was watched the blossoming of a beautiful uh, friendship. Yeah. It's funny because, like, Dave's stories about rather, like, this kid was punching the ceiling and he punched out a light fixture. That's and then, my client. That's the one. That's the one I'm talking about with the, the mom. And then um, and then also, 
<laughs> after he quit, we went back for some reason. I can't remember why. He had to go in for a pay stub or something. And he walked in. He said he walked into the door and they immediately were like, Dave, we got this drug test and we need you to check this out. And is this your sample going to pass? And we need you to do this. Oh my God, we're running low on people. And he was like, I don't know what you want from me. I don't work here anymore. I can't help you out. And they're like, David, come into the back. We need you for just 10 minutes. It's just going to take 10 minutes. There's like kids screaming. Like I imagine just like a kid, like half out the window trying to run away. Well, you know, you know what's crazy is like all the all the visualizations I have from hearing you guys tell stories about your experience there blend together with my memory of like parts of the movie Spring Breakers where they're just all oh, partying in like shit. in like narrow hallways and just like smashing fucking framed artwork off like on their heads. Yeah, and like punching mattresses. through the ceiling yeah, and it's, it's just like pure chaos and, and mayhem and like those visualizations get mixed together and blended with the the <laughs> oh i do have another yeah. story uh but then i feel like we should like move on to somebody else talking no, this is all about you man <laughs> i like the seb focus yeah uh yeah. <clears throat> it was actually one of my first weeks it might have even been my first week seb optimus <laughs> and i was trying Ajax. to step into seb optimus for sure because i was for sure working at Pagliacci's before Ryder. you know what i mean like, shipping it i was not like i was not a seasoned like uh treatment dude um were you potentially losing it i yeah i mean inside i was like for sure on edge like what am I supposed to do? I had a caseload like right off the bat, which probably shouldn't surprise the listeners given what they know about Ryder so far. <laughs> yeah, like I had a caseload. I case think you load. painted a picture of a really functional institution that uh, <laughs> caters to the needs of their clients and but exposes I, them to family trauma <laughs> over and over. I hadn't seen any anything go down yet. And I'd been to treatment before. I knew shit could happen. And like I'm sitting and there's like maybe it was some free time or whatever, and I'm kind of just, like, kind of just watching the kids interact and stuff, and uh, I just see one of these other kids that kind of go straight up to another kid, like, kind of kind of in a surreptitious way, and pull out a pencil and just stab this kid in nice. the hand. Like, and the, this other kid, like, uh, clearly was injured, and it happened super fucking fast, and, like, the, uh, the, the thing that was, like, most disturbing wasn't the fact that a kid got stabbed in treatment with a pencil. It was the fact that the kid who got stabbed pr- tried to pretend like it didn't happen. That's shipping it. <sighs> you know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot to be said, just, right, that the implications are, like, so intense. And I watched this kid, like, see that I saw, and then he pretended like he, nothing happened. Money. And I was, like, I looked at him, and I looked at the other kid, and, like, I was I just, like... But because you were a sub-optimist, you didn't miss a beat. No. You saw it all. Yeah, I actually you kind of... You were honing I, in on Yeah, all. I kind of shipped it, to be honest, and when I think about it, because of just the stuff that I later learned about group dynamics and stuff like that, but, like... Uh, you, the, kn- you knew it intuitively before you had learned it formally. Yeah. The um, the uh, the situation, the si- the situation happened super fast and was my first example or experience of like the kinds of things that went down. Which was the re- what I wanted to say to your thing was that it wasn't like uh, Spring Breakers where like it was so like. Uh, in your face and like maximal, right? It was I, I, well, I super think, subtle. Like yeah, all think, of the shit that was happening was like beneath the surface. Yeah, it's like a subtle loser. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, 
I definitely, uh, you know, memory hones in on the points of highest contrast. And uh, I definitely just remembered the stories that were most insane. And probably it got mixed up with the way in which Dave would tell the stories, which is just with like a lot of flailing limbs and phalanges, a lot of theatrics and pyrotechnics. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it could have been like the most subtle and like nuanced thing to observe in real time, but the way Dave would tell it is like, it was like an Aerosmith concert. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Dave once was like, yeah, Ryder's not so bad, work's fine, you know, it's just normal, but you know, every once in a while people just look at you and they just look you in the eye and say, Fuck you! <laughs> I hate you. And he's like, so that's that's a little rough. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember his story about uh, playing basketball with the kids, and they were just left and right telling him to, that they were going to come at his body. <laughs> <laughs> it was there a lot of greasing folks. People were greasing each other. Oh, greased. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Grecian, like Seb Optimus. No, okay, no. no. <laughs> that actually isn't my story. That I don't actually. I wasn't there for for when when the whole Greason talk happened between da- that was actually more of a David story uh, to be honest well hey okay so on a related note but switching gears what are some Mr. Losing It Grey Wolf stories oh man uh... I'm literally gonna give you the mic because <laughs> I, I don't wanna I talked way too much I feel like I just talked for like no you should no I think you should I think you should talk more I think you should uh well, for God, yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, everybody's losing it constantly in treatment, you know. And uh, I mean, there's like there are the subtle examples where, uh, you know, there was a there was a cigarette table that was like the sort of designated smoking area. Oh, I thought um, it was a table with a bunch of packs on it, a bunch just, of cartons. You on know, packs, I went to Gray, I went to Gray Wolf, and that's what I imagined. I was like, where was the cigarette table? <laughs> <laughs> You remember is that Can I like go ba- and get some rippers? Yeah, it was I like that wooden like like yeah, no, I know. bench or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> was, I know what you mean. Made, now. <laughs> it, yeah, some like frat boy like uh fucking fur- like furniture project <laughs> where they just make a table out of rippers. <laughs> that's Damn, an, dude. That's an interesting take on that. Yeah, no, I was thinking more <laughs> I was thinking more Yeah, of that's like, a pretty curious <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> that's an interesting take. Yeah, and the, and the legs are just uh just for, you know, like freshmen who are just kneeled down like like Atlas oh. holding the table. <laughs> well, Jesus, I thought it was that the the legs of the table would be rippers and then you would go over the table to get a ripper and as you look down you realize that your fingers are rippers <laughs> and then you look in the mirror and you just you're Anyway, just, you're just but, a big ripper. What I yeah. what I imagined right off the bat was a table that looked like a normal table but you would go and like buy rippers there. <laughs> Like super secretly, like some what? dude would come out and be like, "How many do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You go up to the table and the table has cupboards, and you pull a cupboard open, and there's some rippers in there, and you take the rippers and you put cash in and you close yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. I was yeah. just walk away. <laughs> the cigarette and table. You can do that whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading a recent article about David Lynch, and apparently he's just gotten really into carpentry recently, and he uh, he created this like elaborate table that has slots for all of his stuff. Stuff. Like the things that he just like needs at his table when he's like writing or whatever, working on music. And there's one spot that's just a perfect little compartment for rippers. Oh yeah, that's a cigarette. Oh, yeah. That's a cigarette table too. Yeah, that's a ripper table. <laughs> so, so the story you had about the cigarette so, table. So yeah, so there was so like every night we'll after add that uh, one to the list, also a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <table. laughs> yeah. So. Um, 
<laughs> so like so much happened. It was kind of the nexus of activity of of at least like social activity because after um after like you know group sessions or after is is my no you're shipping it is my volume good all right um yeah so after group sessions or after dinner like everybody would just convene at the ripper table there's probably like what like 10 percent of the of the people in who were at gray wolf didn't smoke rippers i mean it was like oh i thought a majority yeah 10 percent uh yeah yeah, for sure yeah so like uh, you know i just remember i was one of the older patients there um the age range was sort of like roughly 15 to, or 16 to 25 and i was like 22 i was and like 25 most of yeah most of the people there were no i you wasn't weren't 25. <laughs> what are you talking about? That? i was about to say <laughs> like i was not three years older than me <laughs> yeah i was 35 <laughs> yeah so there was there was like a lot of young brains i came to it late <laughs> <laughs> you're losing it um, Why did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you I wanted to, it? I don't know, you wanted to establish the, seniority I retroactively? I was the oldest person there. Yeah, by three years. Yeah. Uh, so let everybody know that. So anyways, there was, like a, there was like a handful of young homies, <laughs> like that one dude who I'll just call uh, Tobin for now. What? <laughs> we'll call him Tobin. I'll the just w- call The, I'll the call one dude... T- all just called <laughs> um, Tobin for now. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Tobin for now. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember there being a Tobin, by the way. And, Still uh, don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, like, he would always tell. He obviously it was was, uh, Tobin is code. <laughs> No. I'm going to call yep. him Tobin for now. <laughs> Yo, we're going to just call this him This is what Tobin. happens when Seb doesn't leave, lead the discussion, okay? He gets derailed. No, Seb's Dude, you <laughs> kind of leading on, it still. You got to stay on topic. <laughs> so let's just let's call him Tobin, all right? <laughs> Tobin? <laughs> all right, let's call him Tubin, okay? All right. So Tobin used to always tell these stories at the cigarette table about, uh, like, you know, how he and his friends used to import pills from, like, Mexico on boats to California. Mind you, this is, like, a fucking homie who, like, wears cargo shorts and, like, is 16 years old and, like, has never lived outside of his parents' (laughs) house or, like, probably ever supported himself like independently and is completely fucking delusional and is just you know like uh, <laughs> and his name is Tubin and his name is M. Tobin it starts with an M actually and all call and, <laughs> and so uh, if you can imagine and I remember like <laughs> and believe you and believe you when I say that I can Believe you. <laughs> so here he is. And so, all call, so Tobin. So here he is, and here he go, Tobin. Um, and Tobin said... And so there's like... Uh, to- <laughs> and the next part of the story <laughs> is that Tobin said... <laughs> and later in the day... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, Tobin... Mm, Tobin? Mm, Tobin was just like one mm, example of Tobin. a um, of a sort of like strand or a pattern at Grey Wolf that just fucking destroyed me. You know, like I just couldn't stand it. Homies embellishing their 
war stories, as we used to call them, and being really young brain about, you know, trying to justify their seat at the table and, and all that. And at the I, cigarette table? And Yeah, at the cigarette table. <laughs> and I remember uh, bringing it up to my counselor at one point and just being like, God, these... It's like more or less just me being like, God, these fucking young brains. And uh, This is a story about you, it, Mr. Losing I'm losing it. it. Yeah. So I'm... So yeah, so... I was the one who was losing it, really. And I remember uh, my, Not my Tobin, counselor. Not he was shipping it. No, M. Tobin. <laughs> I mean, M. He has Tobin those type was, of shorts that really yeah. go nicely in the <laughs> yeah, North End. I mean, he had, like, some billabong shirts. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he was he was way tighter than me, and yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And uh, I remember my counselor just being like, dude, do you know how many people... You know how many 16-year-olds have come in and out of this treatment facility that run the entire drug trade of the Midwest? <laughs> how did that make and you it feel? All, it all put it in perspective for me. It Were was you like, back on top? I, no, but I was at least not at the bottom. <laughs> I at least wasn't at the bottom of, of resentment and just uh, aggrievement and like judgment. So you were Mr. Losing It, and then he kind of hit you with a, with a god shot, and you were Mr. Kind of Got It Back? I was Mr. Kind of Finna Get It Back. You kind of got it, and then kinda, you were Finna Better? I kind of got it uh, in that moment. You Finna kind of got it? I, I Finna kind of understood uh, I need to check a fundamental it. reality of just just living a healthy mental life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm finna gotta check in with my counselor because I'm finna better live a better, more centered, healthy mental life. Because I'm yeah. Mr. Lou, and that's um, and that's what the the Ripper table brought into my life, you know, or at least set the first domino, you know. Yeah. But God, they, I mean, there there were so many Grey Wolf stories. I mean. Um, I fuck. You should tell the story about that homie that was in um, the den afterwards, who was really losing it. Damn. Dawn of the de- Dawn of the Den. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that earlier? <laughs> I don't know. This dude. This dude's dad uh, was the the writer for no, Dawn of the Den. He was. This is too incriminating. Okay. We're not going to go there. But his dad is extremely. Let's call him Mtubin. Mtubin. <laughs> let's just call his him. His dad's extremely famous. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> let's just call well, this no dude. No one is going to figure it out now. Yeah, let's just call <laughs> this dude Mtubin. <laughs> let's call his good dude's dad Mtubin. And the movie that he directed was Dawn of the Mtubin. <laughs> and the son's name is Mtubin Jr. All right. Now we're all bases are covered. <laughs> all right. So uh, I, I was. Uh, I was set to live in Seattle. Oh, you were finna better? I was finna be a better guy in Seattle. <laughs> so you were set to live. So I was set I'm to live. I'm going to get myself set to live. <laughs> and We um, were really finna be better guys at that point in our lives. Now I'm just kind finna, of like, trying to finna I'm just be a sort of plateaued, and I'm like, you know, I'm still, you know, trying to do all right, but at that point, You're trying man, to stay a? I, I'm trying to stay Stay uh, but back then I was trying to finna get a, <laughs> trying to finna be a, be a. You're trying to finna get a better guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was also finna That's get, get better guys in my life for I was... sure. And then I found y'all. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it was yeah. It was finna better be 
for me in terms of my friend group. And then sometimes, you know, at that point, I feel like both of you internally were thinking that you were one of Finn a better be me uh, because you wanted to be the best you that you could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hail Mary right there. Man. I think it was pretty good. a Hail Mary. I feel like we caught it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You thought I didn't have that? (laughs) Fuck. You. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, it, I was fit to have that. It's, it <laughs> started, uh, yeah, it started a little bit hastily, but it really came around at the end. <laughs> yeah, and then I yeah. finna get it, and I got it, got and it. I got it. You finna got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> so Tubin, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was somebody that well, I <laughs> that was hot on the mic. I don't know. Everyone heard that. <laughs> I don't remember doing it. Um, <laughs> he already forgot. I uh, I knew this dude was gonna come and join me at the house that I was living in. I was only I was living there by myself. I was kind of trying out. I was kind of trying it out. Sorry, I'm like digesting food on the mic. My B. Uh, but I knew this guy was gonna come and stay in the house. And I I mean, let's be honest. I did not like this dude at all. And he creep- nobody liked him. Yeah, he creeped me out. And like he was a total bummer. And like he was just a spoiled. I'm Seb. I'm Seb. I'm Seb Optimus. Like I, <laughs> look, you I'm, I'm Seb Optimus, I, I'm and I can't optimistic. handle any Seb uh, sub optimist. I can see the silver <laughs> lining in a lot of things. I had a real hard time with this situation, but it was cool because I was finna be a better guy and what all this shit. And it was just me and this dude in this house, and this dude was just out to have a city experience and uh did some really weird shit while we were there uh i mean the rule the rules he was finna be he was finna bet a city be he was yeah he was he's finna finna bet he was finna get a city yeah he was finna be a be a city boy (laughs) and he was finna take advantage of all of the offerings that the city had yeah, he he definitely was like in, go to the fry. And he he's, was definitely into like yeah. being like uh, like paying for sex and like trying to get that going in the house, like as a as just a norm. Uh, <laughs> he was finna get a, it going. A yeah. sober house, yeah, yeah, that you know had like a lot of strict guidelines that you know that uh, prevented you from doing stuff that was even remotely close to that. Um, yeah, and it was a fucking bigger picture. Like, <laughs> we were there to so not only support ourselves, but support the idea of having like a sober house in Seattle and like getting Grey Wolf to be able to satellite themselves into the Seattle AA community. Like, it was a big deal. Yeah. And this dude just did not give a shit. And it was ridiculous because um, I was finna be a better guy. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> Uh, doing some dumb shit, and one time, like we weren't allowed to have girls over at the um, the spot, and he definitely had a girl that would come over, and he wasn't like uh, secretive about it, and uh, they would just like mac on the couch, like while I was smoking rippers, like being a hella lonely boy, like just staring out at the Seattle that lonely ass porch, yeah. Just that was staring. the loneliest ripper porch ever. I, I kind of miss it though. Yeah, no, so do I. I had some good, like, just uh, reflective moments on that oh, remunerative uh, moments. <laughs> I walked. I walked into the house at one point, and uh, yeah, it was fucked up. Like he, she was like on top of him, and he was like 
abusing her and like excuse me yeah but it was like there <laughs> was like some there was like some um was it brutality consensual that's the thing is it was consensual at least like that's like what it seemed like but it was like aggressive yikes and it was like i was the only fucking dude there it's in the living room yeah like in that main place and i'm just God, like what a alre- weird- i'm already mr losing it finna be and mr losing it and we got this fucking Mm, Tobin on the <laughs> fucking couch just brutaling so hard it was so I mean like I can't even wet this shit up like it's like I mean, it is pretty dry yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. brutal <laughs> they, yeah, they, the, what a weird room to do that into yeah. you know just like just from like a design and architectural standpoint it's just like kind of one of those like sterile I mean that townhomes ha- that's dressed up to be like kind of wasn't young. that what's ha- your favorite room to do that type of thing in <laughs> I mean <laughs> You're like, what? A- Yo, is this a trick question? <laughs> I'm, I'm finna find a more appropriate room for being this fritzel. <laughs> it was so fritzel. It was so fritzel. <laughs> that house, wasn't that house, like, before uh, it was bought, like, wasn't that, like, a sex palace, like, a gay sex palace? Oh, yeah. You know, that's funny, because I remember uh, David yeah. told us that. Yeah. They found, David, like, not uh, our Dave, but uh, other Dave, David. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he he dropped me off there because after I was working one day, and he was like, "Oh yeah, this used to be like a big orgy house." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Shipping oh, it, yeah, tight, all Pretty right." Nice for an orgy house. Yeah, yeah no, I they mean, found like they found like dildos like attached to the walls and stuff like that that they just kind of lopped off <laughs> before we came. Interesting choice of verbs there. Just, you know, they just lopped it off. <laughs> what do you do to a Waldo, though, to get it off? You can just remove it, you know? <laughs> uh, I remember, uh, one thing I remember about that house specifically was a really manly boy on the couch just blasting the dark night, full fucking volume, just by himself. Was, Lots of people around. Was it when... When I was there or when AB was there? When AB was there. Uh, uh, was it... Um, Tubin? Was it Shipletty? <laughs> it was either... It might have been Shipletty, but I think it was Manly. Oh, 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 it was ma- oh, it was Manly. Manly, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Yeah, the first time we like ever hung out, you came over to the house and looked at like some of my artwork, and then there was just a group of You're like, I need young to brain. this, dude. There's You're one... The group p- of young brains over in the other side of the space probably watching the dark night again yeah and it was in full blast just cranked all the way up cranked to the gills cranked to the gills and the fucking sink was absolutely full of dishes to the very tip top oh yeah and uh yeah you showed me a huge illustration that you did of just i think it's just like black pen of this extremely bizarre like bleak gothic like it looks like a graveyard or something oh like i've that. seen that one like a forest kind of one of my favorite ones oh, yeah. and you've yeah. never done anything like that again i don't know why it's one yeah. of my favorites yeah. too yeah uh i mean <laughs> yo you guys want to hear a funny story It'd be really dark of if course. i did that right now so ab came to gray wolf after me and like i was like just starting to be like expressive uh in my art again or like starting to like draw and um so people saw me drawing a lot i don't think i'm a very good artist but i like to draw a lot and so um <clears throat> i felt like i was show shipping it because i was the only person drawing <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. i was the only per- i was getting some confidence so you, you know? were finna be on top and then uh, well, well Tobin fancied himself an artist too 
And there was no, this a, was there way, was a, this was way oh, okay. before this okay. is way before Umtobin. This <laughs> this actually has to do with you and me. And and um and when you came when you came to the to Grey Wolf, I remember the first thing that somebody told me was like, Hey, Seb, there's another artist at Grey Wolf. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm sure he is. You know? oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you've never told me this. I know, I know, oh, I know. And, <laughs> this is so tight. Yeah, and I, I was like, just like, I was just starting because, like, right before I I'm went to sure treatment, I was is. like at the Academy of Art, and like, I was like, maybe I want to be like, maybe I want to be an artist. You know, I don't know. Really what I was be something. Yeah, I really want to be somebody. <laughs> and so I like walked up to your room, and and you're like, uh, what? hey man, I was like, let's see your, let's see your stuff. And you pull out your we'll see like what you got. your portfolio, and the first thing I saw was that like gothic graveyard, and I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were losing it. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> it was so tight though because like uh. that was like not only was it extremely humbling for me because it was like obvious that. Um, it was important for me to be in a humbled state during that time. Uh, but also, like, some of that early work that you're talking about, AO, is, like, some of the most profound stuff I've ever seen from just, like, pen work or pencil work and stuff. You haven't ever done stuff at, to that degree since, well, but you've done you've done some interesting work. But. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, I mean, <laughs> you're actually not as you're good okay. as you used to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my mind, uh, you know, my recent work is way superior to that. But it's good to know that. Uh, I mean, it's all you. it's all you. It's all you. No, yeah. but it's for sure. And I've done shit that's way more extreme than that too, and like involved, but. Uh, you it's, know, maybe you guys just yeah. don't recognize that. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm losing it. <laughs> I was losing it for sure, but it was, like, so cool because I was like, whoa. Actually, for real, though, like, I knew right away that you were, like, one of the best artists that I've ever had ever seen. And then it's been really cool to see, like, you grow from me thinking that to, like, really, really trying to be somebody in seattle you know and which is like totally this is really dry dude yeah and i'm you, sorry if you want to i'm fucking about, sorry if you want to along those lines i would agree and then if you yeah if you want to think if you if you if it's important for you to emphasize how extreme and fritzel you are now that's fine uh that box that you and ben shaken and that other homie made at corridor yeah you oh, bet. you I bet, mean, dog. Yeah, that was super fucked up. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, ben Shaken yeah. shout out and you're a Fritzel. Yeah, we got our one Ben Shaken per episode shout out. Uh yeah, hey, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> That's really funny that you had that experience. I'm Yo, sure I'm, a, does I'm the artist here. Yeah. The, I yeah. know that we feeling all know. of having somebody encroaching on your territory, you know, you're like Oh, your really? identity category or whatever I've that never you had hold. that feeling yeah no I'm sure you haven't <laughs> you're not I'm in a class yeah your personality is not indicative to that sort of uh, behavior you know for sure yeah you know who you are and where you're supposed to be all I'm saying is you, who can step to me <laughs> Are you saying well, like right that's now? Well, that's what everybody thinks until somebody steps to you. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, uh, that's what, that's what think, Seb was thinking. It's coming up. It's <laughs> coming up for right me. before you just fucking get stepped to. Uh, when I'm finna be and then yeah. I'm finna die. 
Yeah, um, we'll ship it. Uh, God, I fucking missed her. Speaking of those early days at Grey Wolf, I read uh, the first two books I read in sobriety were The Idiot and Crime and Punishment. Yeah, I remember that. uh, And they reflected my... (laughs) <laughs> the my interior life perfectly and uh remarkably uh yeah recall, crime and punishment is the ultimate mr Lucy it's it is yeah no it is the the most scathing and comprehensive examination of mr losing it in literary history i got like 150 pages in and had to stop reading it, it was uh, like yeah i remember ago. you posting ab went that. all the way i went i was ready for it, it. Would, i mean i was like in the perfect spot for yeah, it i mean that would be exactly the time to do it yeah. and like when i was doing it it was just like oh man long productive day over with time to wind down to get some <laughs> sleep. and what i'm reading is literally like the most stressful thing i've ever fucking read <laughs> so yeah i was mr losing it and i had to toss the book across the room <laughs> um one thing i'm pretty sure that mr losing it is from going to mr lose oh yeah <laughs> oh, yeah. Which was like what we were doing pre-pod, like some of the early uh, shit. Well, pre-pod, but also whatever that Wedgwood meeting was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like kind of where we all first started to hang out. Yeah, talking about Boardwalk Empire and this <laughs> other tight shit, and going to Flying Miss Lotus. Yeah, a lot of a <laughs> lot of manlies, a lot of yeah, a lot of homies that really, uh, really enthusiastic about Eminem's earlier albums. Oof. Leaving oh. record. A lot of <laughs> no, that's way too cool for that scene. I don't know. I feel like that's what that was what you had going on at the time. <laughs> I mean, like, Ao and I had some convos. Yeah, but like the oh, yeah. overall milieu of the Mister Lou's crowd was like it was like dubstep, fucking uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. losing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you Mister losing it over there. <laughs> oh yeah, and like and just like loud <laughs> chewing noises. Like loud chewing of fish and chips. Hey, what's your favorite thing to get at Mr. Lou's? It's just a chicken, fried chicken sandwich with yeah. the waffle fries. That's yeah, funny because that fried... that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Also, yeah, me I too. I want to go get one right now. <laughs> <laughs> the waffle dude. fries. Yeah. So shipping it. All right. Well, uh, I think that's pretty good. I don't know how far we got into Mr. Losing it. I mean, we could just we, pick, we could dope. pick up where we left off another, and do just do another Mr. Losing it. Like I feel like we need to get Dave. We could. Part I feel a. like I, the the reason. Yeah, I, mean, I think Nate would it. be a really good person to bring in because oh, yeah. he, <laughs> he knows how to lose it in a way that is really distinct, and I think he'd be able to bring a lot to the table. I think the discussion. listeners would really appreciate his uh, his style. All yeah. right, listeners, you've you've uh, you've had a little taste. See you soon. <laughs>